Welcome to the Divine Style Podcast with Jalinda Stella and Alison Maiden. Here we share spiritual lessons in self-love and self-expression so you can become the best version of you. In this episode, we discuss releasing the old and embracing the new. Hi, I'm Jalinda Stella. I'm a personal stylist and self-love coach. And I'm Alison Maiden. I'm a psychic medium, a Reiki master and teacher and all-rounder of other things. Yeah, healer. <laughs> Expert in all fields, paranormal. <laughs> Metaphysical lecturer. I love it. That's a good one, isn't it? That is. <laughs> uh, today we are talking about, well, we were going to say New Year's resolutions, but neither of us believe in those. No. So really we're talking about reflection and maybe future affirmations or projections around what we would like to mm. invite in, what we'd like to let go of and, mm. and release and yeah. what we'd like to bring more of into our lives. Yeah, that's, that's very well put. Thank you. <laughs> Perfect, in fact. Yes, especially this year, which has been a really tough year for so many. But I think in some ways a very necessary year as well because it's really made people face up to what they don't want in their lives anymore. They see what's important. It brought people back to sort of like the baseline. Okay, so we, we were stuck at home. We couldn't go out anywhere. You know, the normal life was... To pretty much taken away from us and and then there was this threat that was hanging over the planet you know which is, is still there to a degree but I think what we've come out with is like what's important yes and know? I think some of our biggest fears in terms of security have been really tested this year because mm -hmm. one of the uh, foundations of, of I think worries that people are is our health and health is yeah. one of the most important things that we can have you have no health you have nothing really and yeah. and I think another one is connection with others yeah. and both of those things were really really threatened I know my sister doesn't live in the same state as as myself and that we couldn't see each other for a whole year could be a good or bad thing mm -hmm. <laughs> For some people, I'd be like, great, you know, no family. <laughs> uh, but for, for the majority of people, I think that being uh, forcibly separated from people that you love, it, yeah. it, it sounds so barbaric and awful. And also thinking about our, like I said it before, about worrying about our health can actually bring on illness. It, absolutely. It's been a very um, trying time, but at the same time, it's been a great time to reflect. And I suppose what a, we're, we're really going to next is, well, how are we going to use that? Because we can't go around in these circles forever. And people find themselves all the time. I call them karmic pain traps. Mm. It's where you have this constant pattern that keeps repeating in your life. And, you know, you could, let's use examples of relationships, which is what I get a lot of, you know, people come to me about relationships, generally speaking. And you've got to understand why you're pulling in those relationships. You know, why am I experiencing this at this time? And then they come back, okay, we go through it, then they come back and go, I've got it, I've got it, I know why, I know why. Great, okay. They go off and then a year later they come back and they've got the same person in a different frock. Yes. Right? So the same energy, different person. And it's like, here we go again. We're going around in the same pain trap. You're bringing the same lessons back into your life. And so it's, it's a matter of recognizing patterns. You know, when we, we do reflect, it's, it's like we don't have to dwell on the negative of everything. We just have to recognize it for what it was and what it's taught us and then take that and move forward with it. It reminds me of a lesson so through A Course in Miracles, which is only good can come from this. Mm. And when we focus, like you said, on the positive, then we can look at what those outcomes can be as opposed to getting caught in that. And I call it like a loop yeah. where you get caught in negative loops and, yeah. and you're not aware of what's going on. And sometimes it can be other people outside of you are, are 
really genuinely wanting to help you. And if we're not open to listening and receiving the universe sort of giving us these little nudges from other people, I mean, if the, if people in your life are all saying the same thing, it might be time to maybe listen. <laughs> I'm speaking from personal experience, but it's, it's something that even myself. It, I think we all do it, actually, Jalinda. I think you're not alone there. But you know, and part of it is the um, the emotion of karmic relationships can be so intense, you know, that we feel so desperately that we've got to be in that situation because it's a, a lesson that we've actually come in to learn. Um, and I have a client that. Um, has I just got a message this morning after a very long time of us working our way through a similar scenario she's just sort of like sent me a message and said I just woke up this morning and realized that it's not what I need and so you reach that level and and it's also interesting to see that sometimes this happens just organically you don't have to have any interference in it you don't have to go and have healings done you don't have to have any people telling you what to do it's just one day you wake up and go bing okay that's it and I've realized what it is now what you don't know is behind the scenes that there's all these wonderful guides and angels working with you sending you dreams and giving you little you know heads up as you were saying before also we have a certain amount of karma that happens with people and when that karma is done or finished it does sometimes just end and then that's it and you wonder why these people suddenly drop out of your life is that that's the amount of time they had with you, that's the amount of time they were supposed to have, and then that's done. Yes, and this can be friendships as well as relationships, intimate relationships, and even family. Even family. So when you're thinking about the year just gone, mm. um, so we want to start thinking about maybe those patterns or those those yes. those yep. loops, or you were saying pain traps. Where do you want to change? Because yes. it's up to you. There's there's no one else, you know, judging your journey. You are the one. You have to take responsibility in that sense. People don't like doing that. And taking responsibility isn't blame. No. And I think that's a really big difference because often we can uh, beat ourselves up for maybe some choices that we've made. Uh, and But it's not about placing the blame on ourselves or on other people. But taking responsibility means that you're going to take affirmative action to make a difference, isn't it? Just making small changes. You know, I often post positive affirmations. I love affirmations in for different reasons than other people do because I actually believe that if you think about something enough you make it happen okay and you're bringing that energy to you and so if you're looking at a positive affirmation in your life and you're reading it every day several times a day then eventually that's going to kind of click in you know so I think they're really powerful in that sense. I believe affirmations are really powerful as well and we're not talking about necessarily like in the 90s when the, you know the secret came out and yeah. people say oh it's the power of your mind but what I think it does is it actually rewires your brain mm. to start thinking more positive because we are generally wired negatively especially yes. with what we're surrounded with news yes. um, and a lot of people get caught in that drama hook having positive affirmations it's just that little reminder each day and you might pick one affirmation mm. for example it could be only good will come from this or mm. for myself I'm constantly at the moment I'm like you're a good person you're a good person <laughs> Uh, because sometimes we have outside influences or things that happen that maybe make us think that we're not. You have to really down. weigh up the pros and the cons with that one too, you know, like what makes you a good person? So you think about all the good that you've done. You think about the joy you've brought to people. And really, I mean, you wouldn't hurt a fly. I mean, I know you really well. <laughs> so um, you have to think about the good aspects of yourself and not get pulled into that drama aspect of the ego that tries to tell you otherwise. People in, inherently will go to their victim mode 
when they feel threatened. So, you know, I could say something to them like, well, you know, it's your choice. And they'll go, no, it's not. Yes, it's out of my control. It's not. No, yeah. it's because such and such did this. And then, well, no, actually, because you, you choose to be in that scenario. You, you put yourself there. Oh, no, but I've got all these other things now that are in place and I can't leave those. Okay, you can actually, but you choose not to. So, you know, when people say they can't do something, it's, it's like, well, you, you actually are choosing not to do it. And they may be for legitimate reasons. It could be financial, family, all those things, which are quite legitimate reasons. But they still can do it. It's not that they can't. It's that they're choosing not to. Yes. So if you feel like you're stuck in a situation, you can often, um, you know, look at a, a different way out. Don't think there's just one way of doing things, you know. There's many different aspects. There's many different ways. And sometimes it is a slow progress of change, very, very slowly, bit by bit. If you're too scared to make the big plunge, maybe you just change one thing a day. Yes, and also changing perspective because I think that's where a lot of it comes from when we are in that victim mode and I know I've, I've been there before and I've surrounded, I, I have been working on surrounding myself with really beautiful friends like Alison <laughs> that can actually say, are you being a victim right now? And my ego might go, no, and then it'll be like, yes. But the quicker you can realise when you are in that victim and, and victim is where you start to feel powerless. Victim yeah. is where you feel like everything is out of your control, where you you, you suddenly feel like every, the world's against you mm. when really we know that the world is, was, is actually for us and when we can make that perception change and that shift from victim to, to victor and, and in a winning mindset, oh, yeah. and affirmations go a long way for doing that. Yeah, and I think too, we have to really consider the fact that, you know, um, mental illness has gone up considerably in this last 12 months. Um, the reports of it, the depression, etc. So, you know, the, all of the things that we're talking about here, if you need to see a professional counsellor, it's really important that you do that for yourself. You know, um, it's really important that you act uh, accordingly to what your needs are. And it's, it's always coming back to self-love, which is what this podcast is all about. Um, is taking care and nurturing yourself, but understanding that whatever you're going through, um, there's light at the end of the tunnel, you know, because life is like this. It changes. I've been on the earth a long time now. I'm old. When it <laughs> but look how youthful you are. <laughs> when it comes to bad things happening, I've pretty much done the lot in my lifetime this time around. But, and people often say to me, my gosh, you know, you're the psychic medium. You've got all these gifts and you can see the future and la, la, la. And yet look at what your life's turned out like. And I say to them, well... I chose those lessons before I came here so that I can identify with people around me so that I know if you come to me saying I lost a parent um, young, I can say, yeah, I can identify with that. I know I've been through that too. Um, you know, I've lost a baby. A baby has died. You know, those things are really only when you've experienced can you have that true empathy and true sympathy really with people. And so, you know, if I'm using my um, my problems in my life as a crutch and a way to go into victimhood, I would then be buried in this depression of all of the bad things or so-called bad things that have happened to me. But I'm using them as a strength. I'm using them to be able to help other people. And I'm using them to be able to learn so that I can then help you cope and that's a beautiful that is a beautiful way to look at things that these are lessons not only for ourselves but once we've learnt the lesson then we can actually share that with other people and that can be really powerful because 
I believe that the more empathy and compassion and, and love that we have for one another mm. goes a long way to the healing. And when you feel understood, there's nothing more powerful than feeling like somebody really gets you and knows you and, and um, doesn't judge you and just loves you unconditionally. It's just such a powerful thing to be on the receiving end of and then also because you've actually gone through stuff you can actually give that back out I mean the amount of times that I've judged someone and then literally the exact same thing has ended up in my life (laughs) I don't know that instant karma bank it is straight away (laughs) oh my god I just judged that person for that thing and then yeah it's happening to me I'm like oh yes instant karma exactly it reminds me of that John Lennon song (laughs) well it's, it's really true but there's so many people that are unaware so it just goes over their heads. They don't even see it, you know. But because you're aware, you're actually um, you're seeing that as a lesson. And that's brilliant. And that, that means that you're growing and evolving from it, which is what we're all here to do, let's face it. You know, we're all going somewhere. Like... One of the funny things, I, I think, too, when it comes to this stuff is you usually can see it to people around you, but you can't see it for yourself. <laughs> to be like, oh, that person, do they not realise they're in the pain loop or do yeah. they not realise that we have all this advice for other people, yeah. but we can't see it for ourselves. And... Well, we are always mirrors for each other so you know if you're getting a lot of people coming to you with the same thing you have to go hmm (laughs) (laughs) maybe there's something in this for me oh always always as a psychic reader I can tell you that I will have blocks of the same situations coming in all the time and uh, and these people have booked like sometimes 12 months ahead so the spirit to get that lined up that's pretty good you know and you can see it but one of the biggest influences is like the um, astrological influences and people ask me about this stuff all the time now I'm not an astrologer and we have a great astrologer who will actually be bringing on next year as a guest but um, I do follow uh, the influences and the energy because I'm really, really susceptible to the energy on this planet and I feel stuff so strongly. And so, but the really good news that this year on December 29th, we have a full moon. Yes, I heard about this. So this is brilliant. Imagine that. So we've got like a full moon always represents letting go of the old and bringing in the new. And of course, it's right on the cusp of the change of the year, the new year. So in a way, it's kind of prophetic saying, let's just get rid of 2020. (laughs) Let's take on board everything that we need from that. Um, and then, you know, move forward into this this new year with a fresh perspective um, about what we want the world to be. And so thinking about the full moon, because obviously a full moon and, and into a new moon is a great time to actually set new intentions. Yes. And uh, maybe some rituals around that. So you, you maybe not even have to get hung up around the 31st. You could do all your reflection stuff prior oh, yeah. on, and, and use that full moon on the 29th as a way of bringing in what you're wanting to for the new year. I think it's great to have a bit of a ritual. What would, what would you, do you do a ritual? What would be yours? I'm sure you've done many over the years. <laughs> Maybe the odd one or two. Back in the day when I had a you know gorgeous body, I used to dance around and naked in the rain and stuff like that. Sounds like a fun thing. To it do. was just you know at the time you go through those phases. But yeah, uh, I had a, um, a, a revelation of sorts um, probably last year where I I said you know what I'm I'm going to set my intention of what I would really like to achieve in this next twelve months. And I never do the resolution thing because I think that that locks us into disappointment. 
especially when things are hard and we really are striving for you know it's like we're here and the thing we want to weigh up here it's not that we can't achieve it it's just that we will lose interest halfway up if we're not getting there as quick as we need to and and having expectations on outcome that is a Mm. part of setting ourselves up for for failure in Mm. a way because expectations then we are allowing disappointment to kind of creep in and and whereas an intention is something to work towards not something like a goal to hit because it's the journey yeah that's part of the fun of it i think you have to take it from a a perspective of why am i here (laughs) what is a very deep question what is it that i want to achieve what is it and a lot of people come to me say i don't know what i want you know and and then all we get i want happiness Hmm. so yeah what does and happiness is different to everybody you know it can be for a fella it can be fishing that's not happiness for me no that's that's like boring. that's the least part of, of <laughs> happiness for me so everybody's got their own version of what that is and you've got to kind of go right what's my passion and the best advice i would have to people is get out and do stuff I yes know. try Experience. new things try new things because you know when was the last time you went into the ocean and felt the waves on your back oh, you know ki- look at kids kids are absolutely enjoying every moment aren't they yes. i love i love having my grandchildren around because you look at them and they you know i get a bit of tupperware at the cupboard and she'll sit and play for an hour with that bashing it crashing it making a wonderful noise it's a bit of plastic yeah you know? they'll play with a cardboard <laughs> box it's awesome and so, like, let's actually get the perspective back in our life. We have too much of everything, I think. Too much just on tap. Yes, and information overload, which mm. a lot of us have experienced. I think the other thing, too, to be aware of is when we're thinking about these things that we want to bring in, a lot of clients come to me for styling or for, um, you know, choosing new outfits to suit their lifestyle. And they always say to me, I don't know what suits me. I don't know what I like. Mm. And usually I can quickly gauge what they like from what they don't like. And if we're not really clear on what we want, we will get all the things that we don't like in order to sift through until we find what we do want. So the quicker you can find your passions, the things that you love, what makes your soul sing, Mm. the quicker you can move to a place of, of real happiness. And allow change. Yes. You know, that's the biggest thing. I think a lot of people that get stuck in the safety net you know if like oh my god i can't do that because if i do that i might do this you know i can't go ice skating i might break a leg yes (laughs) i did go ice skating the other week i didn't break my leg it was lots of fun (laughs) there you go right so it's it's like we have to get out of our comfort zones every now and then push ourselves to do different things be silly be joyful play with the kids play with the dogs whatever it is that you've got around that you can play with do that (laughs) yeah have some fun you know be light-hearted And then by setting that energy, you're actually setting a higher level of energy in your life and you're going to be pulling in better things around you, better opportunities around you. People. Absolutely. You get back what you give out. You you really do. Seen it so many times on myself and others, you know. That's that's really true. And one thing when it comes to this stuff is often we're looking at outside ourselves and we've actually already got a lot of this stuff within us and when it comes to I know a long time ago I was talking to a friend and she was sitting there saying I really wish I had a a best friend I really wish I had somebody that I could go and confide in and I'm sitting right next to her (laughs) oh how did you feel about I know I was sort of like can you not see I'm right here but she couldn't she just couldn't see it and so I think sometimes it's really important for us to look at what is actually what we do have around us and really start there actually quite sad it is really sad so she was she was quite blinded to the fact that you were willing 
to be there for her and be the, the friend that she she needed um, because she didn't feel worthy of, of having you there, which is, you know, and I, I'm just like, you know, picking up on the energy of the situation. Yeah. Um, but it wouldn't have mattered who it was sitting there. She would have felt that way with everybody. So she had to learn to love herself in order to be able to give. And that's, again, coming back to love. We're always coming back to love. Look, love, love what you have in front of you, you know. It, it may not be much at this point in time, but... It will grow because it you're loving grow. it. Yes, that is so true. Whatever we put love into, it does yeah. grow. And wherever we put our focus, it grows. So if we're thinking about the things that we love and the things that make us happy and trying new things, like trying dancing. If you if you haven't danced or you, you really want to do it as a kid and never got the opportunity, go and join a dance class. Sure. And if you don't like that particular style of dance, do another style or an art class or anything. My mother-in-law started ballroom dancing in her 50s. And by the time she was 70, she had so many trophies. She won so many awards. You know, I mean, you look, you're never too old, really, to do what you want to do. You might, you might have to scale it down a bit or, you know, maybe. Yeah, you can't do the splits or something yeah, like that. But, yeah. hey, who says you can't? Maybe well, you can. true. There's some people out there that can do that, not me personally, but, <laughs> yes, I never could, though. Um, yeah, look, um, set your intention that you're going to have fun, you're going to bring love around yourself and in so many different ways. Love is, is well, it's tangible, you know. We can love food, we can love pets, we can love people, we can love things, we can love doing things, okay. There's, love can be applied to so many different aspects of your life. Just make sure you're doing stuff that you love and stay away from the things that you don't. Yes. You know, don't get pulled into the pain trap where you have to make yourself feel bad. If someone is making you feel upset or if somebody's not treating you right, then maybe it's time to, to bring that boundary up and to make sure that they can't do that to you anymore by distance. Okay. Yeah, so if someone's forcing Alison to go fishing, just, <laughs> you'll be like, no. There's only once that I actually agreed to go fishing and that was because my little fella, when he was tiny, he really wanted to go fishing. And it was the love I have <laughs> for my child that made me go. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I just don't like the idea of, um, of of actually pulling something out of the water where it's perfectly happy. Yeah, and, <laughs> and then and having to pull it off the hook, it's very messy. All of those things don't really sit well with me. But, so, but yeah. definitely thinking about, yeah, so if there's stuff you don't want to do, then don't do it. And if there's stuff you do want to do, then do do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. follow really your bliss, you know. Yeah, and I think the other thing when it comes to this stuff too, sometimes people start getting worried about money, and obviously we um, we will talk about money in a, in a mm. further episode. But sometimes money can don't let money stop you doing the things you want to do. There'll be I know for um, a lot of community places offer free yoga or free yeah. exercise in in different parts of Australia. So yeah. there's lots of opportunities to do free things, and and if you do want to just dance naked in the full moon, why not? That's it. <laughs> Nature can be a very entertaining place, I found. <laughs> oh, well, we're wishing you all a very wonderful, happy, prosperous new year. And uh, we'd probably love to hear some people's intentions for the year. Yeah, I think I'd love amazing. to do that. So maybe answer some questions in, in the, the new year as well. Yes, yeah, so feel free to good. ask your questions too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Divine Style Podcast with Jalinda Stella and Alison Maiden. If you liked today's episode, please share it with your loved ones and be sure to tune in weekly for more spiritual and self-love guidance. You can find us and ask questions at jalinda.com.au and alisonmaiden.com.